Hello, this is Nikda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 13th of November. The Supreme Court has decided to uphold the disqualification of 17 Congress and Janata Dal secular MLAs in Karnataka. But it has decided to allow them to contest elections during the tenure of the current assembly which is until 2023. In July this year, former assembly speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar had not just disqualified them but also barred them from contesting elections under the anti-defection law. With the Supreme Court ruling, the disqualified MLAs can now contest the forthcoming bypolls which is scheduled to be held on December 5th. They are now hoping to contest the elections as BJP candidates. The Supreme Court said if elected in the bypolls, these disqualified MLAs can become ministers or hold public office. However, the court did mention that it does not appreciate the manner in which the petitioners came to the court. The Apex Court also said that its verdict is based on the facts and circumstances of the case and that it does not interfere with the speaker's power to disqualify members. 20 days have passed since the election results in Maharashtra were declared but it still does not have a government. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut who was discharged from a hospital just today was adamant that the next chief minister of Maharashtra will be from Shiv Sena. Before leaving the hospital he met senior Congress leaders Ashok Chavan, Balasaheb Thorat and Manikrao Thakre. The three Congress leaders also met Shiv Sena chief Uddhav Thakre today who said that the talks about the government formation were advancing in the right direction. He said that the decision will be taken at an appropriate time. The leaders also discussed the modalities of a common minimum program or CMP for a possible alliance to form government in the state. Yesterday the Congress had made it clear that the CMP must include some of the key agenda items in its poll manifesto including farm loan waiver, unemployment allowance and job quota for local youth in new industries. After the government's decision to impose precedence rule in the state yesterday, a number of constitutional experts said his move was unconstitutional. Some political leaders even said that he was dancing to the tunes of the government at the center. Meanwhile the Shiv Sena withdrew its petition to the Supreme Court against the governor's refusal to extend the deadline he gave to the party. Instead the party said that it is now considering whether it should file a fresh petition against the president's rule. In what can only be called a landmark judgment the Supreme Court ruled that the Chief Justice of India is a public authority and that his office does come under the Right to Information Act. The Apex Court emphasized that in a constitutional democracy judges cannot be above the law. Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi and three future chief justices were part of the constitution bench. All four agreed that transparency and accountability go hand in hand. The judges reaffirmed the 2010 judgment of the Delhi High Court and dismissed appeals by the Secretary General and Central Public Information Officer of the Supreme Court. As I sit here recording this podcast today, the air quality in Delhi has dipped to hazardous once again. Every one of us at News Laundry office has been complaining of dry throat, burning eyes, headaches and runny noses. This is in spite of having air purifiers in each and every room. We are yet to see an appropriate step from the government to tackle the issue. Thankfully, today the Supreme Court ordered the Delhi government and the Central Pollution Control Board to provide two sets of data on the air quality index in New Delhi, one from this year and the other from 
the bench comprising of outgoing Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi and Justice S.A. Bobde said, and I quote, In our view, little constructive efforts have been made by the government and other stakeholders to find solution to the problem, unquote. The top court asked the government to see if hydrogen-based fuel technology can be used to fight air pollution in Delhi. The government told the court that it is exploring technology, including that from Japan. The Supreme Court has now asked the centre to consider submissions by Japanese experts and has directed the government to submit a feasibility report of such fuel technology by December 3rd. The Jawaharlal University Administration announced a partial rollback in the fee hike and assistance for students of economically weaker sections today. The decision was taken in the Varsity's Executive Council meeting, which had to be shifted outside the campus at the last moment due to fear of angry students. Human Resource Development Secretary R. Subramanian confirmed the development in a tweet. The university became a centre of massive protests since October 28 when the administration announced changes such as raising the hostel fee by 999% and introducing a curfew of 11.30pm. There was also an advisory for female students to quote-unquote dress appropriately for meals in the dining hall. The co-founder of global circus company Cirque du Soleil has been detained for growing cannabis on his private island in the South Pacific. Billionaire Guy Laliberte turned himself in to the police in French Polynesia. The Canadian businessman is due to appear in court today. In a statement, Mr. Laliberte's company denied he was growing the plant on his private island of Nukute Pipi for commercial gain. It is said that he was using cannabis for medical and strictly personal purposes. Local television station Polynesi Premier reported that police questioned an associate of Mr. Laliberte weeks ago on suspicion of drug possession. They reportedly found images of marijuana plantations on the associate's cell phone. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Speaking of circuses and getting high, don't forget to read Manisha's piece on the antics of Baba Ramdev and Arnab Goswami on his channel Republic Bharat. You must read Ayush's report on the market of TV news that he witnessed firsthand in Ayodhya. It is called Lights, Camera, Jai Shri Ram and you can read it on newslaundry.com. As you all know, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. Only your support can keep us going. A monthly subscription costs as less as 300 bucks. So log on to newslaundry.com slash subscription and do the honours. Help independent news survive and pay to keep news free. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.